Welcome to the Is This Enough feed. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney also you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube starting with mini episode 4 just phoning in to say I love the podcast it's fantastic in fact I'm emailing all my answers over to is this enough podcasting at gmail.com and I'm going to give it a follow a follow on all my favorite apps I'm talking about YouTube I'm talking about Twitter TikTok Truth Social and Instagram where it's at is this enough pod at gmail.com very good very good social media. Some are saying the best. Some are saying it. I never say that though. Bye bye. I had a. Uh, I am a tour guide. I do a, a, a particular Jack the Ripper tour. I'm not very happy about doing Jack the Ripper tour. Truth be told, uh, but money is good. But I try and do it in a way where I. Basically, centre the women who were murdered and try and make it more about the idea of social murder. Um, but Because <laughs> you love I, socialism so much. You like socialism so much, why are you murdering it? <laughs> so I was doing this, t- I was starting this tour, and a family turned up. And I say family, I mean a family. Mum, dad, and three children. Little children. One of them in a pram. Two of them, like five, like... If they were, like, all infants that couldn't understand English, that would be one thing. However, these were, like, conscious children. They were adorable, but I had to turn around to these uh, parents and I had to say, look, this is a Jack... You know who Jack the Ripper is, right? They did not. They did not. (laughs) And they were like, I didn't know him. It's like a spooky Sherlock Holmes thing. It's like, it's not. It's not. And I'm not going to be titillating about this, but I'm going to be very... We're going to talk clinically. Uh, It's just... It's dumb. It's really dumb. I was re- and then they uh, then they got to the first site and I was like, look, I'm gonna try and edit this, but that's gonna edit a lot out. Um, but I can't guarantee that this is gonna be child safe. And they're like, oh, they'll be fine. It's like, but cool. And then we got to the the first stop, and they went, they didn't say there'd be steps. This <laughs> isn't very pram friendly. It's like, I-, I know it's not pram friendly. <laughs> I know, I know it's not pram friendly. <laughs> I, I, there is there is one thing if this is like uh, it's good to highlight you know maybe there's a maybe there are issues with mobility however not for a fucking pram are you what what part, how did you not know who Jack the Ripper is and you just put yourself onto a Jack the Ripper fucking hate true crime I hate true crime <laughs> 
hate it. I hate true crime. I, I have too many friends it. that have to do true crime podcasts for me to uh, vocally put it out on social media how much I despise it. I saw somebody the other day saying that like there should be a setting on Netflix for like when it gets to Halloween to not have scary movies come up and i was like if this could happen for true crime that would be brilliant because absolutely i I think i told you i finished watching um hilda the sweet little cartoon on netflix and it was like up next an advert for jeffrey dharma the dharma story i was like why why i also would like that setting so that you can check what you don't want to see and just have christmas and no thank you the worst thing about the, the the Dharma thing is that they did the Dharma cinematic universe. <laughs> like, in the Dharma thing, there's, like, trailers for... And I know that I make some of my money off of Jack the Ripper walking tours, and I feel dirty. However, I have rent to pay, and if I don't do that, the company I work with will probably say, bye-bye, bye-bye, so sad. You hate to see it, you hate to see it. They're based out in New York. Um, so I'm kind of trapped as part of an industry that I think is pretty inhumane. That being said... That's the true crime. The true crime is capitalism. That is genuinely... (laughs) However, however, the real ripper is the ripper prices out in the bloody real estate market. I'll tell you that for free. However... Even I, disparaging about the genre of true crime as I am, would do some research. (laughs) Why would you bring children to... This is a walking tour. It's a long walking tour as well. It's one and a half hours. We're just going to stand around East London. They're going to hate this. Yeah. And we're going to, like... (laughs) In November. In the cold. In November. In the cold. There is no, like... There is no thing, like, that a child can latch onto in this. There's no business like show business. There's no business, I know, other than We've both done gigs where there have been kids in the audience and somebody's had to go up to the parents and be like, this is going to be rude, right? And they're like, yeah, it'll be fine. I did one where uh, it was for, like, NHS stuff and uh, somebody had bought their family and the rest of us hadn't and we saw them walk past the dressing room and we were like, there's a family here. Do do they know? And they were told not to. Uh, They were told what was... um, yeah, pardon me. Uh, what was um, that, that was going to be rude, and they were like, "It'll be fine." Um, and the uh, host, um, within the first five minutes, started telling a joke about uh, I do it, getting IVF, and she said the phrase "jizz in a cup." And I've never seen a whole family stand up so quickly and leave a venue. It was amazing. Yeah. They sort of like all got up and ran to the back, like they were like somebody had a gun, and then they were like, Whoa! "It's decisive, though. It's decisive." Jism I did um, is decisive. <laughs> I did a gig. It was a, a morning gig at a festival, and it was actually it's quite a sweet thing. Everyone was a bit hungover, and it was an audience of people grunting softly, and that was nice. And it was also like there's breakfast in this same tent that we're in, and uh, there's just kids, kids, kidding about. And at that point, I had uh, a ukulele bit. I'm sorry, where it was um, a good bit. I, I really liked it. I did. It. it was a good bit. And I did a compilation of George Formby, of uh, like sad songs in the style of George Formby. And these kids just heard a happy song and started dancing along. And I was going, I hurt myself today. Oh, nurse. 
<laughs> it was a good bit. I think about that bit about once a month. It's good. It was a good bit. It was a good bit. Um, it was a bloody good bit. Why did I stop doing that bit? Uh, because we move anyway, on, James. We move Much on. like we should move on with the quiz. Hey! Gotta keep it tight. Gotta keep it tight. Na 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 na. Gotta keep it tight. Keep it tight. Gotta keep it tight. Which is why I do kegels. <laughs> Uh, my uh, speaking of jizz in a cup, my friend uh, is doing uh, IVF this week, and was like, we were asking about it, and he said in a message, uh, "If that bit all goes well, I get to do my bit at eight thirty in the morning on a Friday." And I was like, "By your bit, do you mean wank in a cup?" And he was like, "Yes." And then the rest of that group message was just for the next like three hours was just us sending voice notes of us being like. <laughs> Are you jizzing in a cup? Are you jizzing in a cardboard cup? <laughs> Is this enough? With James and David Hello and welcome to this episode 19 of Is This Enough? The Comedy Game Show! It's Yay! the really brilliant game show that's brilliant and excellent. Excellent? Excellent. It's Poor. an accident! <laughs> 19 means we're only 99 away from partying with Prince, like he's still alive. Uh, this is uh, the... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Is This Enough is the exciting comedy quiz where we've made up three exciting rounds for each other and neither of us know what the other has prepared. As ever, uh, with me is actor, comedian, painter and trebuchet enthusiast James O'Donoghue! Yay! Uh, James, last week I won and received £100, which I swiftly tried to buy uh, 10,000 penny sweets with before being informed that due to inflation, they're no longer uh, penny and so I bought my auntie Penny some sweets and she said, thanks, I like the shrimps. James, last <laughs> week you lost and you received a hundred hounds. How are uh, you getting on with a hundred hounds? It was rough. It was rough, David. <laughs> these were, these hey. were feral. These were feral hounds. They were rabid mainly. Uh, I've sustained serious bruising to my arms and legs. David... Uh, the scenes here are akin to a war zone. I am here with one of, with the leader of the hounds. He's sniffing my crotch. David, it's over to you. Thank you very much. We hope you uh, will play along alo uh, alone. We hope you'll play along alone. I hope you play Not alone. <laughs> wow, I'm fumbling every single sentence. I'm just quite jittery and excited to do the quiz today. Um, we hope you'll play along at home. Uh, please let us know your scores. Uh, you can send them to us by following us at Is This Enough Pod on the social media. James, are you excited to learn this week's prizes and forfeits? I want to learn the prizes and forfeits, David. Would you tell me them, please, if you could? James, uh, the yes. winner of this mm. week's exciting episode 19 of Is This Enough will win a moist towelette! Hey! Uh, the loser of this week's uh, episode 19 of Is This Enough will receive a moist owl vet. Oh, why is he... S Just tell me why he... What is off his food? If, if you think the owls aren't what they seem, you should see their vets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, are you ready to find out if this is enough? 
David, I already know the answer, but let's play the game show anyway. All right, then. Round one. Round one is called general knowledge. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Are these real Beatles songs? This is for 1,970 <laughs> points. Guess what released today? <laughs> 119, uh, 1,970 to commemorate the date uh, the Beatles broke up. Look out, Prosecco, there's a new Beatles song in town. <laughs> Paul and Ringo have finished off all credibility the Beatles once had. They've also recently finished off a final Beatles song that they made from a bedroom recording that John Lennon made after the Beatles had split up when he fucking hated their guts. Or he was still friends with them, but keeping the band together was difficult. I don't know. Do you know? People project a lot onto celebrities, which is a terrible way of running a cinema. Anyway, are these real Beatles songs? <laughs> uh, James, are you a fan of the Beatles? Uh, no. Really? No, not really. Fascinating. I'd uh, tell you what, I like drug Beatles. I think the druggy Beatles are good. I find the early pop stuff very annoying. Uh, but I listened to the first album recently and I was like, this is pretty good. And then I listened to the second album and I was like, this is not good. I don't like this. <laughs> I had My uncle is like the biggest Beatles fan I know. And I messaged him and he was like, that one song's good. And I'm like, even you who has bought like a replica guitar of George Harrison's guitar is still like the second album's a bit meh. Um, I have really fond memories of growing up listening to the Beatles. I like quite a lot of Beatles. I'm not quite like they are the best band ever and there's no other conversation. I think their importance is very good. Yes, and I think yes. it's really interesting to see what happened afterwards up until a point. And now Ringo and Paul are just like an insane duo they're just insane yeah it's quite fun also also as this has trans transpired all of them absolute fucking rotters <laughs> absolute horror shows let's keep it light james uh, are these real beatles songs or some nonsense i created using my incredibly inferior brain number one come together right now yes it's a beatles song you got the big head you got in the apples in the that one. <laughs> Question number two is this a real Beatles song? Come just before me, it turns me on. <laughs> um, ye, mm, yes, correct. I'm to think. <laughs> uh, if I was, if I knew more about the Beatles, I could tell you what member that would be, and we could be like, <laughs> clearly. Clearly, Mr. Harrison. However, uh, I don't know. Enough I can't about. remember which way round it is, but either George Harrison stole Eric Clapton's wife or Eric Clapton stole George Harrison's wife. I can't I... remember which way round it is. And they remained friends and worked together. And that freaks me the fuck out. I just... Uh, the best Beatles thing is the Kevin Eldon impression of <laughs> George Martin as Hitler. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think the best Beatles thing is the frog chorus. Uh, James, <laughs> question number... I fucking love the frog chorus. Uh, James, question number three. Is this a real Beatles song? Uh, come after several hours of nearly getting there. Uh, no, David, that's clearly a song by Sting. Correct! <laughs> wow, you we are had, on a roll. <laughs> we had a chat earlier about uh, getting someone else's punchlines and... 
tee each other up, it's fine. Yeah. James, question number four is, while my guitar gently weeps, a Beatles song? Uh, it is. Correct! Wow, you're doing so good. I went to the beach and I saw <laughs> it is raining. Question number five is, while my guitar gently seeps, a Beatles song? That is a common problem uh, due to inferior word use. While my guitar <laughs> gently seeps. Oh. Is it a Beatles song, though? Uh, yes. No, yes, I'm very is. sorry. That's not oh. a Beatles song. James, is number six, While My Guitar Gently Beeps, a Beatles song? <laughs> um, yes. It will be when the bloody AI gets hold of it. I'd tell you that for free. <laughs> Correct. AI. Very good. And finally... Is while my guitar gently King Philippe's of the second of Spain a Beatles? <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's very good. That's great. I like that. Oh, is it a Beatles song? You, yes. Correct. Yes. James, uh, at the end of that round, you're on a stunning 11,820 points. I'm so fucking proud of you. Over to you. Round three. David, do you like TikTok? Uh, I, yeah, it's all right. Do you like adverts? Uh, I used to. Not anymore. All adverts now, uh, they've gone too far into the, the like... Depths. Do you know? I was thinking about this the other day whilst I was driving somewhere. Like adverts used to be fun. Like they used to be like a the top hundred adverts ever. And some of them you look at and you're like that Guinness advert with the like bum 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 bum. Great. I wouldn't be able to tell you a single advert in the past like fifteen years that's maybe been like fuck yeah because they've just gone too far into the like yeah they're trying to like get, yeah yeah they're, they're like so in the night garden but for adults yeah. Well, David, this next round is called TikTok adverts or TikTok adverbs. The <laughs> adverb in question, biz never, as in these are false. David, are these real TikTok adverts or have I made them up in a desperate attempt to seem like I understand a new medium of delivering content, which frankly baffles me? Hmm. So are these real or not? Question one. Mm hmm. Is this from a TikTok adverts and sponsored content? This is all. Uh, this is all transcribed, by the way. Okay. What's up, y'all? It's your boy. Let's talk about what's real. Hemorrhoid care. <laughs> is that a real TikTok advert? Uh, not to get too anal about it, but <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. You have got yourself seven points. <laughs> seven, seven for the amount of followers I have on TikTok. You're doing well. <laughs> Question two. I just realised I'm getting a moist alvet. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Yo, that's insane, bro. Almost as insane as how much you're paying for your VPN. <laughs> Not to undermine what you're doing completely and criticise, uh, but this is like way more like what Twitch is like than TikTok, but <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, no, definitely. They love a VPN. 
hey, sponsorship uh, VPN people it's VPN it's web websites and it's Raid Shadow Legends absolute 100% and uh, which is German for visible panty nine anyway so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Next question. Hello, my dears. This is Clarissa Cleans. Now, you know your girl. I like things clean and orderly, which is why I'm partnering with visitnorthkorea.com. 100% yes. Absolutely, it is correct. (laughs) So you get yourself seven points. Is that the same Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All? Also, do you remember Clarissa Explains It All? Or am I old... Clarissa explains the immortal science of Marxism-Leninism. Did she explain that? It was the pre... It's the same... It's Melissa Joan Hart who went on to become Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But to me... It would... Sabrina the Teenage Teenage Witch is like late stage Melissa Joan Hart, even though that was years ago. It would... If she is explaining it all, it would necessitate that she would at one point explain... Marxism alone. However, it would also necessitate that at one point Clarissa explains it all would mean that she would have to explain Clarissa explaining it all. She was the original Wikipedia. And it's a bit like, uh, you know how QI's gone for like letters of the alphabet? And everyone's wondering whether they'll get to the end of the alphabet before they get cancelled. I'm assuming Clarissa explained it all, only managed to explain so much before... Uh, Clarissa did not explain it. All. Clarissa <laughs> explained an infinitesimally small amount of the it. The last thing that Clarissa had to explain was a, a super injunction. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to want to edit this out, but my brain, for some reason, decided. Editing out stuff we don't want to be heard. It's also uh, my. It's going to be my week to edit that one, so that's all good. I'll stick it in uh, an email to you. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, David. Yeah. Is this a real advert from TikTok or not? Mm-hmm. Eat my fucking sludge, you time-starved bitch. Uh, yeah, I saw that the other day. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely one. Yeah, that is, of course, the advert for Huel. <laughs> so. David, because you got all of them right, which is amazing, I'm going to give you as many points as I've had likes on my most liked video on TikTok. So, David, sit back, because you've got an extra 90 points. (laughs) Ain't I a stinker? So, David, with very little to play for... (laughs) some of this scoring uh, uh, no it's great I love it <laughs> <laughs> James round three is the inevitable how are you round James hey uh ça va uh porque <laughs> I have uh, last so- night me and my friend play chess and we didn't really say anything other than en passant for like an hour <laughs> Whilst never making it on person. Sorry, carry on. 
me and my girlfriend will sit laughing our asses off. Also, I uh, should point uh, at this point, we had our lovely long chat about Twin Peaks. Yeah. My, girlf- my girlfriend wants to point out I only started watching Twin Peaks to impress her because I knew she liked it. Uh, really? Yeah. That's some yes! O'Donoghue law. <sighs> you got lynched. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Same reason uh, I've seen the Cat Empire live like four times, but oh, it's great! My love does not stretch that far. <laughs> a really good life, uh, uh, probably, and probably slightly less harrowing than Twin Peaks. <laughs> David, I'm all right. I had we were recording this a few days after Halloween. Mm-hmm. I had a gig in the Camden Comedy Club. Uh, Halloween is very oh. nice with the one of the two groups that called themselves the Lovely Boys. Lovely. I was with the Lovely Boys. Uh, open uh, open brackets. Uh, Marxism Leninism close brackets. Um, uh, it was a lovely gig, and it's a bit of a strange room because it's split in an L shape. Uh, yeah. There was a bloke right at the front who really loved Donald Trump. That was weird. Okay. And uh, your uh, your impression of Donald Trump or love Donald no, Trump? No, no, he loved Donald Trump. That was weird. That was weird in Camden. Is that where and he then, saw you and got the idea to come to your um, Jack the Ripper tour? Because <laughs> uh, he was a baby, uh, so <laughs> that was that was odd. But then on the way to the venue, something I had two instances of something quite horrible happening. But one ended up being quite funny. Both made me angry <laughs> at the time, though. Uh, okay. On the way to the venue, I was uh, I was dressed up, and uh, a, a group of youths oh, yeah? saw me and pointed and laughed. Oh, no. uh, one of them getting right in my face to do so he was also wearing a balaclava and it was Halloween so I guess he was dressed as a member of the provisional IRA yeah they are quite scary um, and it was spooky mm-hmm. and he uh, so that was horrid and that kind of put a damper on the night and I was a bit distracted during the gig because of that so it was a bit grim and then on the way back to my flat uh, in between the tube station and my flat, these two quite quite considerably younger kids saw me, and they were a bit like, "What's going on?" And one of them turned around while I, he thought I was just about out of earshot. You know, like the the coward's remark, yeah, when someone's just passed and they're kind of out. The sort of, of thing I make, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but I was. He went, hey, "Mate, it's 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 Halloween. It's not gay Halloween." <laughs> <laughs> Little does that person know that all Halloween is gay Halloween. Every it's the gayest of festival. Let's dress up as fucking Disney villains. And it's gayer than Pride. On. It's way gayer than it's Pride. It's so gay. It's the gay. <laughs> in fact, they should make Pride spookier. Um, the first <laughs> Pride was a monster match. Um, <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah. So I had a, a maybe a, a slightly flumped time at quite a, a big gig, but then I absolutely smashed a very low stakes gig. Fuck yeah. Um, where I did a gig in Croydon. <gasps> that is um, pretty low stakes. <laughs> it's very low stakes, but I tell you what, Croydon's nice. Great. I've got a lot in my set now about saying places that people say are shit they're fine because mm. it's very easy to talk down on a place it's quite difficult to big a place up uh, but fuck it 
instead of like there's lots of content about like these are the shittest sounds in England. If you're from these towns, you should kill yourself. I'm blokey bloke from London. Now let's talk about are you from Huddersfield, you clown? Yeah. Uh, I just think, uh, shut up. People gotta live somewhere. The and... sort of people that have really strong opinions about the different zones of London. Yeah, and you know what? Zone five's fine. It's <laughs> so when people uh, there's a certain gigs that I know that locals are getting annoyed at acts from cities turning up to take the piss out of the town. Yes. And yes. Uh, yeah, I say it's a better model to do that. Uh, Croydon also has a lovely tram system. A lovely tram system. And, uh, zone 5? You mean Hilltop Zone? Did I just Google which zone was Zone 5 of Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Yes, I did. About two minutes too late. Yay! That was good. That was Thank good. You. That was good. Thank uh, you. Uh, every zone is the Green Hill Zone when I'm in it. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I thought you were going to say because you're so environmentally friendly, but instead you're talking about smoking the reefer. Talking about smoking the reefer. <laughs> well, James, because uh, you smoked the reefer. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to give you uh, uh, 4,000 points. 4,000 blaze everything. Blaze everything. Some of that is also for like your, the rest of your week, but most of it's for smoking the reefer. So well done. So there we go, kids. Smoking drugs will get you prizes. <laughs> James, it's over to you. I will make oi oi one hundred percent. Lots, lots, lots. Oi oi, oi oi. David, 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 yeah, David, yeah, David, yeah, David, how are you? I am available for work. I am available <laughs> for work. Uh, oh, That's no. going on the audio reel. Hello, uh, Spotlight. I nearly made a joke there before remembering your uh, body dysmorphia. Where Go on. Uh, I was just going to say it's not over till the fat they sings. But you're not fat. <laughs> It was a joke about being non-binary and the language around such. But then I was like, I will offend my friend's feelings and I don't want to do that. I want them to give me their reefer. A puff, puff, puff. 
Uh, James, I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm down to back down to two uh, times two of meds on uh, ADHD medication. I uh, did the first week. If those of you keeping track, I did the first week. Didn't really feel much. Second week, the first day of uh, two times meds was like woo, and then the rest of the week were very productive. Uh, extended that longer than I needed to because uh, well, then I was supposed to because um, I had some traveling to do. More on that shortly. Uh, and so uh, on a Saturday, I tried times three medication, was very tired and spent the first two days not really noticing anything. And on the third day, tried to just live my life and was just like, oh, 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 I'm quite tight in the chest and just was like, I can't do this every day in order to get some admin done. Yeah. So I'm back down to times two uh, on the uh, ADHD medication. Ooh, yes. What, was it like that episode of Futurama where Fry drinks too much coffee? <laughs> yes, life became animated. Pudumtish. Um, Whoa! And you got paid four million pounds for 20 minutes worth of work. Hooray! Is that... Uh, I think they get paid a fair amount. I know, no, John DiMaggio gets paid quite a lot. For the current series? For the current series. That current dog shit series of Futurama. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Oh my god, that first episode was fucking dog shit. Anyway, um, so... It's uh, very topical. <laughs> like a cream. Nice. So, yeah, back down to two. That seems to be working nicely. I also uh, did a gig on Halloween. I ran a little uh, gig called Chops Comedy at uh, 57 North Street, uh, sponsored by... Uh, oh, no, we got sponsors there. I don't know if I'm legal enough to talk about sponsors in a podcast because there's all sorts of laws, isn't there? Uh, the, you, the police have been informed. That's They're making fine. their way... We got sponsored by a local brewery, which is really exciting. It just means that we can keep the gig going, which is very exciting. Anyway, um, during my opening MC bit, because I MC at the top of the show. um, MC Harmer. Yes, ha <laughs> um, I was doing the what's your name, what do you do, where are you from, sort of gubbins. Uh, spoke to some people who were sat near people I knew. Uh, either because they're my friends or because they're regulars. And they put it out that they knew the regulars. Uh, and one of them was dressed up as a um, Halloween kind of covered in blood sort of person. Whoa, um, sort of person. scary. And I was like, what are you? Uh, are you a zombie? And they went, no, I'm a cannibal. And I was like, what a lot of fun. Uh, and then I referred to them as a cannibal again and said, how's that for a nickname? And they said, it's better than your previous nickname uh, that you gave me, which was Dogfucker. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did used to call you Dogfucker because I mistook them for a previous uh, person who'd come to the show who I think it was Millie Haswell basically was doing a bit uh, about MILFs and DILFs and turned to this person on the front row and went, do you know what a DILF is? And they went, yeah, dog. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, okay, so I got, but then I accidentally called this other person that. And they're like, you used to call me dog fucker. And I was like, okay. And I went to move on. Uh, I've got all video footage of it. I think this person just had major intrusive thoughts. They went, oh, yeah, I saw dog porn recently. And I was like, comedians go home. 
we what and they were uh, all this sort of stuff and they just kept on going talking about it being like i didn't put it on it was just put in front of me i said you're digging a hole which is what they're probably doing in the dog porn and as we were doing this some of those youths similar to what you got abused by sort of knocked on the window at uh, the side so we're just all going a bit crazy, people being like, what's going on? Oh, just before they tapped on the window, some guy went, surely that's illegal about dog porn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we were all like, what's going on? And then like some that people... That sounds t- like Keir Starmer, was it? Look, that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, they tapped on the window. dog fucking. <laughs> like, is it illegal to fuck a dog? Oh, jokey, jokey. And then these youths just like knocked on the window or were a bit like, Wee! and then they like went past the window where we could see them and they all just swore at us. And it was really, really, really odd. And it created the most amount of weird vibes I've ever had in that room. Uh, they did later come back and throw an egg through the window, uh, which got on somebody, which is a bit rubbish. Through the window? Yeah, there's a tiny little gap and they managed to get it through the window. So, but. Sick shot, mate. It's pretty good in terms of shot. And all the people who were complaining about it the most then turned around and went, that's the sort of stuff I used to do when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but when they tapped on the window, they were like, Ee! and I was like, we're talking about fucking dogs. You're not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like, I get this sometimes on Twitch where like sometimes somebody comes in and they try to make like a rude joke or be a bit weird. And I just put on my song called Cox. And I'm like, you're not going to out. You're not going to out weird this. Yeah, you're not going to out weird this. Get involved or fuck off. Um, Very, very weird. Somebody just being like, I watch dog porn. And because it got all lost in stuff, like everything else, I have, I kind of wanted to have follow up questions about it, but I completely lost the train of thought on that. Who headlined that that night? Paul F. Taylor. Oh! Yes. One of yes. the two great Paul F's of comedy. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think I prefer Paul F. Taylor because I know them and I've met them and I've seen them perform live. I've never, you know, I have no relationship with Paul F. Dobkinson. They seem fun, but I don't know much about them or anything. But I'm sure there's somebody who'll be like, oh, there's a better Paul F. But Paul F. Taylor's brilliant very very nice they're very good they're very good and before all of that uh i took a trip to london to do a gig in london in chiswick and i ended up seeing um this person called james o'donoghue and their partner Uh, that was a bit weird called redacted called beep um I, that's right, I'm going out with Beep the Meep from the <laughs> 1970s Doctor Who comics, produced by Marvel Comics. And they wrote that song about them called While My Guitar Gently Beeps. Um, so, um, yeah, I saw you in the flesh and it was fucking amazing. And it's fun. good If to you see have you. friends, see your friends. It was so nice. Guess what we talked about for 40 minutes with James's partner? Twin Peaks. Correct. Yes. Um, yes. It's a good chat. It was a really good chat, which I was thinking about a lot afterwards because I talked about being pro Annie and then your partner got a bit uppity with me about being pro Annie. And I realized I said something which sounded like 
I basically said that the good thing about Annie is it gave Cooper something to do. And your partner was a bit like, I never thought it was a good thing about a female character that it gave a male character something to do. And I got a bit lost in that side of the argument, which is not what I meant. Yeah. I think Annie is a good character anyway. But I, what I really meant from that is the show had gotten stagnant and it needed Cooper to do something. So yes. it got the story back on track. Yes. There is um, There is also a tradition. Of, have you ever heard of uh, the women in refrigerators trope? No. It comes from, I think it comes from a Green Lantern comic from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, basically, he comes home and his wife is stuffed into a refrigerator and dead. And it's kind of not been uh, narratively speaking. Uh, and it kind of just speaks to a lot in fiction. Women are there to get murdered or kidnapped or whatever to suffer to be inspiration for the lads. Yes, okay, I understand that. Uh, but, spoilers, but, we should say spoilers here for <laughs> Twin Peaks. Uh, but yeah, but I still think there was more to her than that, but that's just me. Uh, yeah, I think... Um, We're talking I think about Twin Peaks again, James. We're <laughs> talking about Twin Peaks, we don't have 20 minutes, David has to go. <laughs> David... <laughs> No, but, um, it was so nice to see you. We went to a cafe near you and I said, can I swap my egg for a hash brown? And the guy went, it's my first day. I don't know. <laughs> and I went, okay. And he never came back to like tell me what happened. He just appeared. And I was supposed to have one hash brown with my meal. And, uh, and I was hoping for a second hash brown instead of an egg. And the plate arrived with no egg and four hash browns. You and did I, have four hash browns? I had four hash browns. And I don't think I've been happier ever. They're maybe. sick. Hash, hash browns, browns are, are good. possibly my favourite food. Surrounded by possibly two of my favourite people. Possibly. It's, uh, it's my second favourite kind of hash. <laughs> Whoa! Spoken the hash reefer. Um, oh, is, is that the blazing squad? <laughs> I'm afraid you're full. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... I, I, I make no bones and I tell quite a lot of people that part of the reason... He makes no bones. He's very no low bones. in calcium. <laughs> I need some vitamin D. Um... That, you know, we started this podcast because we had this idea burgeoning for a while. But then also you moved to London and I just didn't get to like chat to you as much. So part of the reason to make this podcast is just so that I can pester you more. But actually then being able to see you in real life and your partner who I've worked with previously. It's just fucking glorious. And it was so nice. And I was so grateful that you were able to... Um, have me to stay and that we got to hang out and it was glorious and you're wonderful so how about that well david yeah at the end of that round <laughs> because it was nice to see you and to probably reimburse you for your bloody train fare i'm gonna give you twenty thousand points <laughs> There may be all to play for. There may be trouble ahead. All, all, to, play as all to play for. As all to play for. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and it's over to you. Marvelous.
Remembering times you thought you'd upset someone, but you can't be sure, and to ask them would be mental. Remembering times you thought you'd upset someone, but you can't be sure, and to ask them would be mental. Remembering times you thought you'd upset someone, but you can't be sure, and to ask them would be mental. Remembering times you thought you'd upset someone, but you can't be sure, and to ask them would be mental. Round five. James, this round is called Round Five, and it is called Board Game Shakedown. Whoa! Which board game am I shaking? (laughs) (laughs) James, I've recorded myself shaking some board game boxes, and you just have to tell me which board games I'm shaking. I would ask you... Do you like board games? Do you own board games? But if you've seen, subtle plug, the music video for Bathroom Light, my own uh, comedy music video starring James O'Donoghue, filmed in James O'Donoghue's old flat, you will see that uh, I used a lot of James O'Donoghue's board games. Indeed. Uh, You need to go. (laughs) James, do you have a favourite board game? Uh, I like... I bloody love Cluedo, mate. Do you? I've not played Cluedo for two decades, but I tell you what, I bloody love it. We should play Cluedo. My girlfriend (laughs) uh, is very good at Cluedo. Did you know, right, this is going to sound like a nonsense thing. Yeah, this is going to sound like a nonsense thing for uh, the purposes of the show. Did you know there's a sequel to Cluedo, the board game? How Did you know that? that? Well, I had no idea. I was a uh, Tudo. My... <laughs> Clue duo. Um, there was. Uh, we were at my girlfriend's uh, aunt and uncle's house uh, in the Alps, and they had a stack of board games. And we went, "Oh, cool! You got Cluedo. This box looks weird." It was a different version of Cluedo that appeared That's to be a sequel fucked. version of Cluedo that had like different rules and we tried to play the normal rules but it <clears> didn't quite make sense and it was very confusing. But uh, I have Cluedo. I've got the same Cluedo I've got since I was a child so if you want to come play Cluedo at my house. Let's do some Clued. All right. Uh, James, this is for 5,000 points. Uh, a question. Um, which board game am I shaking? Oh, there's some wooden pieces in that. I think... I think... Is that a chessboard? James, I will perfectly accept that. It was a chess and drafts combo. Correct. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Correct. That's 5,000 points for your Ooh. lovely face. Um, James, question number two. Which board game is this? There's like some to hear it again. There's some bigger matter in that one. Hmm. Do you like to hear it again? Yeah. Oh, right. There's some bigger pieces in. Is that a Ludo board? Is that your final answer? Yes. Ludo. Ludo. James, I'm very sorry. That was backgammon. Ah. That was my second guess. I fucking love backgammon. It's a good game. 
don't be afraid to think your answers out loud because nobody else can uh, steal right. your points. Okay. I don't know why I haven't said this for the previous 18 episodes. You're a very pensive man. You do a lot of thinking. Probably because of all that Twin Peaks you've been watching trying to impress your girlfriend. Me! Um, Question number three. Your final question for this one. Which board game is this? Uh, Right. It started off sounded like a steam train. Then it became a board game at the end. So is it (laughs) Steam Trains the board game? Steam Train board game. Do you mean Ticket to Ride? Yes. That's a train-based game. Is that a train-based game? Have you not played Ticket to Ride? I've not played Ticket to Ride. That sounds well up my street. Oh. Or Railway. As it, <laughs> as it was. Uh, oh, well, uh, we should play that. We should come around and play some board games. Uh, James? Oh, no, now I sound like a board games guy. You know ah. board games, guys? Yeah. I have quite a few friends who are board games guys, and I think to some people I might be a board games guy, but I'm not like a all about. You know, some people are like, if there's a board game is mentioned, they're like, you should come around to my house for like 12 hours and we'll play board games and nothing else. And you're like, oh, that yeah. sounds quite intense. Maybe we could just do there, one there of is, them. There is a certain point where I become kamikaze at board games. Yeah. There's a certain point where it's like, no, nah, burn everything, and I start making mad choices. That's fun, though. That's good. That's always good. Well, you could try that, but you'd probably lose in the third answer, which was risk. Uh, so, Whoa! Uh, you didn't uh, get any uh, point for that one. So, James, at the end of that round, you are on a casual 20,820 points. It's over to you. Round six. <laughs> Now, yes. So, David, it behooves to me to say good day because Mm -hmm. I'm off and I'm very, very excited about this next, uh, this, this next, uh, this next host. Uh, He is uh, maybe one of the all-time great faces of British TV. uh, One of the most iconic faces from the 1970s that isn't a paedophile. He's a good one. Uh, This is, uh, you know, he's sorry, Montito TV in the 70s. Very excited. There's uh, one project in particular he will not talk about. Do not ask him about it. Okay. But he's we booked him on the sh- on the show on that proviso. So please, David, very excited to say, please welcome Tom Baker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Hi, Tom. How Hello. are you? Hello, David. I'm Tom Baker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You might know me from Randall and Hopkirk Deceased or Dungeons and Dragons from the year 2000 or maybe as Rasputin. That's probably it. Yes. Yeah. The Jeremy Irons Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. I was in that very briefly. I was rather marvellous. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. I'm very sorry, Tom. I like Jeremy Irons in several other films because he's in um, The Lion King and Die Hard 3. 
He is, yes. I said, I said to Jeremy, <laughs> an opening light of uh, The Lion King, I said, uh, I don't know what uh, the makeup department have, do, have done for you, dear heart, but it's uh, certainly worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he then explained to me the history of animation. Spent five hours captivating. Yes! <laughs> so, David, yep. you might know me from my work or maybe from my encyclopedic knowledge of which celebrities are related. I know them all. <laughs> from uh, the McGann brothers to the Olsen sisters. From Carrie Fisher to Michael Fish. Yes! Which so, McGanns are those, Tom? The Paul... Big Al, Gammy. Are you? Have you met? And fuck Knuckle. Have you met Paul McGann? Yes, I've done a few conventions with him. No uh, more questions about that, though. Please. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I know all about celebrity rel- relatives. So hold on tight. Sit up. Back straight. Is pricked and pricks here as we play Baker's Cousins. <laughs> yes. Are these related? Nic- Nicholas Cage and Francis Ford Coppola. <gasps> oh, I think they are because I have ADHD and rather than do stuff with my life before I got my medication, Tom. Tom, I'm recently on medication. What I would do to avoid things is just if I had a random thought about a film or a piece of music or like a video game, I just look at that and just see all the things and you you suddenly find out that like Nicolas Cage's uncle is Francis Ford Coppola or something like that, and you go, that's useless information right up until right now, Tom. Tom, you're validating my ADHD. That's very good of you. Yes, I'm going to go with yes. You know, that wasn't useless information at all. For you see, (laughs) it's a yes. (laughs) Yes, they were first cousins, in fact. Uh, So we know, sorry, his first cousin is Sophia Coppola. Oh, nice. Francis's daughter, making Francis Nicholas's cousin. No, uncle. Oh, fuck. I fucked that one up. Yes. His first cousin is, in fact, Sophia Coppola, Francis's daughter, making Francis Nicholas's uncle. Oh. I, I hear he's quite horny. I hear he's always keen to... Copulate. Yes. <laughs> so, David, you've just won yourself four points. Four because... Shut up. King, is, are these two related? Yeah. King Charles III and Ralph Fiennes. Oh. Maybe... I met sh- the king once. Yeah, oh. Go on, Tom. I, lovely anecdote, please. Yeah. I met the king once. I said, Charles. He said, yes. I said, Hi, it's me, the sexy stupid robot voice. You love to see it, folks. It was at this point in the recording that Tom Baker said something quite offensive and ill-advised. We've edited it out here and placed it at the back end of the episode. It's there if you want to hear it. If you want to. Don't come crying to us if you don't, though. I love you. 
But also, I hate you. I'm so random. <laughs> Moving on. And they related King Charles and Ralph Fiennes. I was just going to make a comment that they might share the same water retention in their fingers. But um, then I sort of blacked out. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with no. Uh, I'm afraid, David, you got that wrong. You see, they are eighth cousins. What? Yes. That's not a thing. No, they're eighth cousins. (laughs) (laughs) So you see, Ralph finds he has blue blood. And uh, when he's erect, that makes quite a blue penis. <laughs> I do like Ralph Fiennes. You know, I think he's marvellous. I've seen him at the RSC. I've seen him at the National. The Nash! Most people know him as Voldemort, which is a shame. Imagine an actor being defined by one part throughout their entire career. Horrifying. If I were him, Who's I'd right? ask... Who? Lord Voldemort. Oh, sorry. The Rev Fiennes. Uh, you know who... Yes, uh, <laughs> you know, if I were him, I'd ask my agent to reverse the polarity of my career and also the neutron flow to stop the sun. No! <laughs> Number three, David. <laughs> Colin Baker and Tom Baker. <gasps> are they related to? I don't think they are. How? Who are they? Yeah, they uh, one of them's me. The other one was also involved in a uh, project I'd been in. Yeah? What was that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you're really pushing me here, aren't you, boy? I'm just a very inquisitive man. You... Bit too inquisitive, you asked me, you little fuck. Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah, think you know what? Is. Fuck you. I've never been so <laughs> insulted in my life. You've asked me nothing about my time as Sherlock Holmes briefly in the 1980s. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh fuck! Have we lost the guest? He's he's got. It's all right. I had a backup. I had a backup. He's all right. He's if all right. it's the thrice guy again, I'm going to be really pissed off. It's not. It's not. You've really pissed him off. He's punching. What? He's quite an old man now. He's all right. Break. Yeah, break. Is he? Is he leaving Nish alone? They're having a fight out there. If Nish wins, that fella's Peter Davison. I tell you that for free. (laughs) Bring, bring the next one in. Bring him in. Bring him in. Hello, I'm Colin Baker. (laughs) I just, I just thought I'd finish up where Tom, uh, where Tom started. Uh, David, at the end of that round, uh, you've won yourself uh, four points. Thank you. The end of that round, uh, you are on a total of uh, uh, of twenty thousand and one hundred and fifteen points. So. Well done. Thank you, Colin. I was in Doctor Who. I was Doctor (laughs) Who, you know. I I still am on the radio sometimes. Bye. Goodbye. What a guy. What a guy. He's a very very good actor, poorly served by uh, the producer at the time, John Nathan Turner. Uh, So, David. Yeah. With all... 
No, with nothing to play for, it's done. Tell us the scores, David Hawes. (sighs) How long has that not been a thing? Oh dear. Oh wait, that's just shooting stars. Oh no, we're ripping off too much of shooting stars already to be able to get away with that. A rip off of shooting stars is too similar to shooting stars. (laughs) I was like, wow, that's really good. Oh. This show does come from a a car share me and David were involved with to, I think, Taunton. And we yes. just started talking about how much we liked Shooting Stars. Yes. And then we've ended up doing Shooting Stars, but if Vic and Bob met while the planet was on fire. And way less good. Anyway. Uh, yes. <laughs> Tom, how have you got one. back in? <laughs> <laughs> I live in the wires. <laughs> <laughs> James, at the end of episode 19 of Is This Enough, uh, I have 20,115 points, and you are today's winner with 20,820 points! It was uh, a close one! Papa's it having a bath tonight. A close one. You're having a bath? I'm having a uh, scrub down with a moist talent. Oh. I'm jealous now. Yeah, <laughs> have just... fun. <laughs> with my moist owl vet. Oh, as owl vets go, they're pretty moist. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Is This Enough? We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, please, if uh, you can, uh, follow the podcast on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. We are at Is This Enough Pod. Uh, James, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, David, you can find me at Is That James O on Instagram and Twitter and Let the James Begin on TikTok. And that's also where I will post any news about upcoming gigs or upcoming yeah. acting projects, which, uh, f- yeah, hopefully a few rumblings in the post. So, hopefully some post the- rumblings. Post rumblings, I'm on Rennie's. Um, Great. You can find me at uh, David Hoare, L O L, H O A R E. LOL on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch, where I have moved to 2.30 in the afternoon because my ADHD meds are working so well that I can't just doss about on the morning uh, on Twitch. So now I actually get loads of admin done, uh, and then at 2.30 in the afternoon, uh, instead of going to the dentist, ha 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 I stream. It's given Twitch a whole different meaning. That's true. Uh, I bet we will no be one's back. made that joke before I don't know if they have You might be a revolutionary Quick, stick it on, on an NFT uh, James, I hope you have uh, established whether this is enough or not David, I'm just checking the calculations right now Oh yeah You know what, I think it's more than enough Oh no <laughs> Too much, everybody. I'm sorry. You can, um, you can find our spin-off show. That's quite enough. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh, but until then, it's Bob Iger from me. And it's Bob Iger from me. And it's Jordan Nathan Turner from me. <laughs> James, who was that scuttling behind you just then? Oh, no. <laughs>
Is This Enough? With James O'Connor and David I met the kid once. I said, Charles. He said, yes. I said, kill your wife. <laughs> you know, I can't remember a lot after that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woke up behind the wheel in Paris. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live, they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney. Also, you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube, starting with mini-episode 4.